0: Give the gift of choice this season with multi-store cards at giftcards.com. With multi-store cards, treat them to dinner, movies, or shopping on one convenient card. Featuring all your favorites like Macy's, Alta, and Lululemon. It's a great gift card everyone will love. For last-minute gifting, choose the Happy Holidays or Holiday Favorites e-gift, delivered straight to their inbox. Purchase multi-store cards today at www.giftcards.com slash multi-store.
1: I just wanted to take a few minutes to talk to you about Anchor. Anchor is a free podcasting service that anyone can use to create and distribute their own podcasts. It's actually what I'm using right now because I figured it was just the easiest way to get my podcast out on Spotify. And honestly, you can record and edit right from the Anchor app on your phone if you wanted to. You can even do it on your computer. It's just, it's that easy. So you guys should head on over to anchor.fm and check out the types of podcasts they offer there as well as maybe even try and start your own. Okay, welcome back to the Caffeinated Artist Podcast. I'm Sabrina Cannon, and I'm so happy to be back here with you guys. Happy Friday. I think the last time I talked to you guys, it was Sunday, just before Labor Day. I hope everyone was being safe and you know social distancing and wearing a mask but still with friends and having a little bit of fun on your day off because I think I think we all needed this one a little bit so as per usual on this podcast we're going to talk about life in college in your 20s as an artist where we're going to get into a lot of things this week you'll probably even hear me expose myself a little bit because we are going to talk about fan fiction later in this episode anyway until then grab your tea, grab your coffee, and sit back and relax. Okay, so this week has been pretty crazy for me. In the last episode, I think I told you guys, I am an English major and a journalism major, and I'm minoring in film. Now, my English degree, I love it, but I'm almost done with it. I'm in my very last class, so that's not really... What I'm worried about this semester, I'm more so focusing on my journalism classes. That being said, I write for ASU's resident publication called the State Press. And love State Press. It's a lot of fun. We get a lot done. It's It's great. But here's the thing about being a student journalist. There's a lot of people who you will reach out to for interviews. My fellow journalists, you know what I mean. There are a lot of people you will reach out to for interviews who agree to do an interview, are even excited about doing the interview. They set a day. They set a time. And then on that day and time, there is no response. Sometimes you may even call them just to see if they forgot. They don't answer. And then you'll email them. You ask where they are what they're doing and then they don't reply to you for another week. This my friends is what happened to me. I had a story due yesterday afternoon. I was supposed to interview one of my sources last week on Wednesday and we had set a time for 10 a.m. and she just never got back to me after that. So I emailed her again. She said that I could talk to her Today at 10 a.m. So I got an extension on my story and then that just simply never happened. I even proceeded to email her and say that I could send her the questions over email and she could get back to me because I really had to get this story in. Like there was no doubt about it. And then there was no answer. And when I tell you guys that I was angry... That is the biggest understatement in the world. I was so upset because, you know, you want to reach your deadlines in every aspect of life. You don't want people to know you as, you know, the person that turns things in late or the person that just doesn't give a shit because I very much give a shit about my work and this was just really uncomfortable for me. Luckily, someone else pulled through another source, so I got the story done. But I say that because, like, especially in the field that i'm going into not just journalism but in the arts as well and my fellow creators you you understand we're always on a deadline even if you're doing stuff for yourself there is a certain day and time when you want to get things done so that potentially you could release it to the world think of it maybe maybe you're a youtuber and technically you don't have a set deadline But you have made it clear to your following that you're going to post every Wednesday and Friday, let's say. If you disappear for one Wednesday, those people are going to wonder where the hell you are. And, you know, it's a similar thing. It's just for the sake of keeping yourself accountable, you should always have deadlines and be meeting deadlines. Like me, I'm trying to write a book right now am I being hounded by an agent or a publisher to get that novel in anywhere? No, because I've never published a book before. But does that mean I want to put off writing the book so that it never gets written and then when I finally see an opportunity for myself finish it in one night? No, that's unrealistic. That's not good work and even though a lot of creative activities we do, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't put pride into those activities because that's our work and that's our art and that's what you want to represent yourself as because what if one day let's say you live in LA let's say you're a screenwriter or something or you're a director and you're talking let's say you work as a bartender I don't know I'm just coming up with these scenarios on the fly in my head let's say you're a bartender and some guy asks you what do you do after this like well how do you spend your time and you say, oh, well, I'm a director, I'm a writer, and I'm actually trying to get my movie seen by producers right now, and I, I don't know how to do that. And forgive me if I'm like butchering terminology right now. I don't exactly know fully how the industry works. I've only been a minor for a couple of semesters, haven't taken a whole lot of classes. So if I'm butchering things right now, please let me know and I'll try to do better in the future. But Let's say that somebody overhears your conversation with this guy or girl across the bar and says, oh, I'm a producer, I'm like an agent, I work at this, you know, at this studio, and I want to see what you've got, give me your highlight reel, give me your portfolio, give me a script that you've written, or email it to me here and they hand you a business card. You don't want to have to come up with something for that person. You don't want to have to talk a big game and not be able to deliver you want to be ready to impress anyone who comes along and just to have pride in it yourself know that you're always putting your best foot forward especially when it's something you love it's so important to be constantly creating the things you want to create and that's that's something that i have been really struggling with lately especially with um Don't get me wrong, being a journalism major is awesome, but also being a journalism major is... You're very restricted in terms of what you can and cannot write, because you're always writing a story for the public. You can't be putting your opinion out there, which is understandable. News shouldn't be biased. Please do not come at me and tell me that it is, because I know it is. But for the most part, you cannot be biased when reporting news. And... That's what I really love about being creative. So this week I've really been struggling with the fact that it can't be my opinion. It does have to be other sources that give me the input that I need. Because when it is you doing that work, it's it's so valuable because it's coming from you. And you're only relying on yourself. And I don't know, I guess that it's just I feel that you should always be making deadlines for yourself is the whole point with that. And you should always be pushing yourself forward. But that, honestly, that's been the first, the only part of my week. I was going to say the first half of my week, but let's be honest. Um, I had a pretty chill weekend. So this was kind of the annoying part of my day. You know what? Let's make that. I, I think I'm going to start off every podcast like that. I listen to this other podcast, and I think it's called... No, why am I saying I think it's called? I know it's called. I listened, to this th- I listened to this this morning. It's called Gals on the Go. It's hosted by YouTubers Brooke Michio and Danielle Corlin, and you should definitely check that out. But there's something that they do at the beginning of their podcasts that I really like, and it's called Highs and Lows. It's like a little segment that they do where they talk about the low of every week that they've had. And the high of every week that they've had. And I'm probably going to call it something different. But I am going to start doing that. Just because I think it's a fun little way for us to bond. And, you know, you to learn a little bit about my life. And, you know, we're just going to do that. So let's just let's just call that a low. Um, the high point of my week. I went to a coffee shop and did homework for the first time in um Months. Yeah, I'm originally from Illinois. I said I was from the Midwest last time. I am from Illinois. A lot of the Starbucks there, there are some that are opening for indoor seating. And here in Arizona, there aren't very many coffee shops that are open for seating for you to sit down and work and drink your coffee there. Lucky for me, I found somewhere that's not a Starbucks, but it's just as delicious. It's called Infusion Coffee and Tea Crafters. And... Their ambiance is great. Their coffee is immaculate. Although I'm not much of a coffee person. I'm more of a uh, chai tea latte kind of gal. So that that's normally how I get through my day. But that's where I sat and did my work um, for most on labor day i went and i sat there and i just grinded out a few chapters of reading and i i wanted to get to work on some creative stuff but i just didn't get a chance because i'd spent like four or five hours there just working so i was really tired and i walk back and forth so i just didn't want to walk home in the dark but that was most of my labor day and i guess it was just nice because i feel the most myself when i'm doing work in a coffee shop like you know the whole stereotype of writers going to coffee shops and writing their books. That's something I've always very much fit into. Random side note, I actually took an intro to screenwriting class last fall and our final assignment was to write a 30-page screenplay, so the entire first act of a film. I sat and I did it a week in advance. So it wasn't like I was doing it like right before I was supposed to turn it in. I spent three days the week in advance, just spending six or seven hours at Starbucks each day and grinded out the whole 30 pages was done early. It felt great. So I do my best writing in coffee shops. And shout out to Infusion Coffee Tea. I will be coming back very soon to do more work because it was the highlight of my week. I felt the most like myself. And that's kind of how I wanted to end this first little segment here. I know I kind of skipped around and came to the end of my week rather than the beginning of my week, but I wanted to end on a high, and I guess, you know, tomorrow I'm going to take the day to relax because I don't have class, but that's that. I just kind of wanted to put that out there and let you guys know a little bit about what's going on with me, so yeah, let's um, let's get into the uh, fun stuff. Actually, you know, I guess this is more still about me because we're going to talk a little bit about... A wonderful teenage pastime that I had. If you were an avid reader, movie watcher, whatever, like you love TV shows and you love coming up with little scenarios, you've probably read fan fiction at some point in your life. Like I told you guys, I'm a big Harry Potter fan. We all know how much Harry Potter fan fiction exists on the internet. So if you think that I didn't write, at least a third of it you're you're probably incorrect I'm just kidding i didn't spend that much time writing it although i did but it's you know you know i obviously didn't pu- publish a third of the fan fiction on the internet anyway i digress um but no i spent a lot of my teenage years writing fan fiction for harry potter for twilight And, um, if anyone's ever read the book The Outsiders by S.E. Hinton, I've done a couple for that as well. I did some Hunger Games fanfic, you know. I did everything. But I mostly really loved to read it. And it was just fun for me. And I read so much of it that, honestly, I forget what's canon and what's just fanfic. So, I actually really want to talk about this because... I mentioned this last week too if anyone's been on tiktok recently you've probably seen all the videos that girls are making about draco malfoy like all the edits of putting themselves in their shoes and like being in love with draco and whatnot and it just reminds me of fan fiction it's literally visual fan fiction and i because of that am starting to have the itch to write fan fiction again and so i guess i'll go back to the beginning I discovered fanfiction when I was probably 12 or 13 years old. I, like, I don't remember what I had Googled or something. I think I was a, I think the thing is, is I was a big Germani shipper. And if for those of you who don't know, if you don't watch Harry Potter, if you don't read Harry Potter and you're uncultured like that, sorry, not sorry. If you don't, then that's Draco and Hermione, the two most unlikely characters to get together, at least as far as canon is concerned. Draco Malfoy is supposed to be, you know, a piece of shit, and Hermione is absolutely amazing, confident, strong. We love Hermione, but that was one of my favorite chips at the time. And I just, like, I had Googled it because I had seen a bunch of YouTube fan edits of that, and I was like, huh. So I was Googling, I think, looking for more, and I came across fan fiction, and I did not write on Wattpad. I promise you that now. If anyone tries to find me, it's not on Wattpad. I wrote on this site called fanfiction.net and I sometimes the things you come across on fanfic.net are a little disturbing but I really loved the whole fanfic kind of thing like I just would look for the characters being cute as hell with each other like just like Oh my god, I've been in love with you the whole time. Just like cute little stories of them getting together and whatnot. Like, I really, um, I always wanted to find fan fiction that was like it was Hermione and Malfoy and they would be hiding it from Ron and Harry because I was so obsessed with the whole taboo, secret love, Romeo and Juliet kind of thing when I was younger. I still am. I'm a sucker for that kind of, um, <laughs> romance, but. I guess as time went on where I was reading it, it just got progressively worse and worse. Like, I'm not talking about necessarily in the content. It was just more so... It wasn't just Harry Potter. I started reading Twilight, and if you go into my fanfic.net account and you look through my favorites, it's just Twilight, Harry Potter, and then it's just more Twilight. And then there's... Some um, other fandoms sprinkled in there, like I know the Outsiders fandom's in there as well, and if you're not big into that, you should be. It's just, <laughs> it's really fun to be here, you guys. Um, I don't know if I'm going to expose myself and give you guys my username. I kind of want to. I'm kind of curious to see how many people find me, and they see my 13 to like 15 to 16 year old self writing this fanfic, and they're like, oh god, you're a shitty writer, because that's how I feel when I look back at it, but I, I just, I'm actually starting to really miss it with this whole TikTok thing going on because now I'm just seeing it everywhere. And I'm like, I never really wrote a Draco and Hermione fanfiction. Or I started it and I, I think I had deleted it because it wasn't getting any views, which honestly should not have mattered to me at the time. But I like, I, I was so obsessed because not to brag or anything, but you could see your analytics on fanfic.net like if you clicked on each of your stories and um I would tally up the amount of um viewers I had on each one and I think I think I still did it even after I kind of faded away from writing them I think I still did it and I think a couple years ago I hit over a million people who had read my stories and I think it was over 200,000 some on one of them which was really cool for me. That was like a big milestone. I don't know if it was that many people subscribed to it or not, but like that was so cool to me. And now I'm just like, I miss having that, and I miss being able to write for people and having that an- anonymity. I think is how you say it. Yep, I. That's hopefully how you do it. But um, I really miss that, especially now that people are posting all these Draco edits on TikTok. I, I really miss this. So I'm I'm debating. Debating going back to that, let me let me know what you guys think about that. Because I don't know, I may very well question my choices in a few weeks if I start one. So I don't know, I guess we'll see. Um, I think the other thing I wanted to talk about with that too is all the weird pairings you see come out of fanfic. Like, I'm not saying the dreary is weird, like if you wanted to write Slash and you wanted to write Draco Harry fanfiction and like, you know, say that these characters were in love and, like, gay and whatever. Like, I fully support that. If dreary is your cup of tea, you read dreary, but I've never, never shrift. And, ugh, ugh. Sorry, guys. Can't talk. This is what happens when I talk too fast and I run out of breath because I'm podcasting alone and forget to drink water. So I'm going to do that really quick. Okay. Just kidding. Then I'm back. So again, if like the whole slash dreary thing was your cup of tea, that's awesome. It just was never mine. I never saw the point because I was like, if a character is gay, please continue to write them as gay. But I was like, at the time in my like 13 to 15 year old self, I didn't see the point in like shipping dreary or anything. I see the appeal now. I see where you could get that. And I'm like, that would low-key be a little cute, but I just don't ship it. I don't know. I feel like Draco and Ron would be an in- interesting ship. I feel like that would be so chaotic, but it would be so wonderful. And I really, really want to... Uh, <laughs> I, I want to see somebody do that if they haven't already. If you have a good Ron and Draco fanfic, please, please let me know. But, uh, yeah. No, I really love it. But that's not what I meant by bizarre pairing. I think... More so, what I meant by bizarre pairing was Hermione and Snape is one that I came across. You guys have to realize that if you're shipping Hermione and Snape, first of all, in the books, Hermione is a minor, despite being declared an adult At age 17, she's still a minor and Snape is her teacher. That is so many levels of illegal, I'm sure, even in the wizarding world. And second of all, Snape is disgusting. Like, this is a whole topic for another episode and I'm not trying to make this a Harry Potter podcast. But Snape did not deserve a a redemption arc. And you can fight me on that all you want. But he just can't. And I promise you guys, like, I won't be talking about Harry Potter every single episode. This is just the kind of fan fiction that I wrote and read, and it's very relevant to this episode, and I'm very in my feelings because, again, Draco TikTok. So we're going to veer away from this topic soon. But what I wanted to get at with fan fiction is, like, it was writing fan fiction that essentially made me realize that I wanted to be a writer because I just enjoyed it so much and I had so much fun and there were so many... Because you can leave reviews on fanfiction.net and there were so many people that like would leave me reviews and would be like, oh my god, I love this. Please update soon, update tomorrow. And I would get reviews from people in freaking Venezuela. And I think that that was when I knew that my writing could essentially like really mean something and it's funny even now like I think I posted an update to one of my fanfics maybe two years ago because I tried to get back and do it and failed miserably and that same girl from Venezuela ended up reviewing that chapter and I was like you're willing to stick with me and I'm not even the actual author I'm not even creating these characters. These are just random plots that I'm coming up with in my head. And I was like, if people care this much about what I have to say, and I love doing it, and it's something that brings me joy and peace, why am I not doing this for a living? And, like, to an extent, that's why I am where I am. And I know that fan fiction is... It's frowned upon in the literature community for the most part it's frowned upon because you shouldn't be playing off somebody else's characters and I get that but also it's such a good way to kind of hone your skills as a writer like there's a lot that I learned about writing as crappy as that writing at the time may have been There's a lot that I learned about writing and like and structuring plot lines from writing fan fiction. It's a lot deeper than just oh this happened. You have to develop a backstory as to why that's happening and go from there. And I just used to think it was so cool. So, I guess my assignment for you guys. I'm gonna become a teacher for a second. Um, my assignment for you if you're a writer. Try to write a little fan fiction. Take a TV show you like. Take a movie. Take a book. Write a page or two on something you wish would have happened and write it from the character's point of view and see how much more open you are with your writing style because it's characters you already know. And then somehow apply that to characters in your own writing and see where that takes you. And I will be completely honest with you guys, (laughs) that's not a tip I wrote down. That just kind of came to me while I was sitting here because in reality, that's kind of how fan fiction went for me. You know how people will come up with outlines for things they write? I never did that. I've never been an outlining type of person. I just kind of write what comes out and it somehow works out for me. And if you need to outline, please do that. But I encourage you to just sit down and write whatever comes out, whether it's in fan fiction or like, just in general, if you want to write a diary entry and just write whatever comes out, use that as a stepping stone because it's so much fun. And hell, who knows? You may even make something out of that. So let me know how that goes for you if you try that. Like, again, feel free to DM me on Instagram personally or DM me on Twitter and just talk about this stuff with me because I love it. Um,. But yeah, fanfiction is a, a huge part of my life. Also, random thought, but... Ever read the book Fangirl by Rainbow Rowell? Like, first of all, I love Rainbow Rowell. Like, if you've ever read Eleanor and Park, that's also a very fanficky type of book. Just because the characters are so different from one another, and it's just so light and wholesome, and I really... I love it. And Fangirl has a similar vibe. Fangirl is about this girl who goes off to college with her twin sister. Can't remember her name because I read it about two years ago. But uh, this girl goes off to college with her sister. And she's a famous fanfic author, so much so that her fan base even like, makes shirts for her fanfic because she's con- been continuing it for years. And instead of making friends in college because she's super nervous and she, like, is super close with her sister but they're not roommates, she spends that time writing her fanfic. And it's it's basically her, like, safe place in a way. Like, I told you that writing fanfic at the time is kind of my safe place and something that made me really happy. This was the main characters. And do you know how much I saw myself in that main character it was actually unreal and I think I read that my freshman year of college I think that's why I tried to start getting back into fanfic too is because I read it my freshman year of college I purchased it and it had been a long time coming that I was gonna read that but I was just too I don't know why I didn't want to read it before or I don't know why I kept putting it off but I kept putting it off and I finally read it and I was like oh my god this girl is like me, this girl is like how I felt when I was 15 years old, and I really actually miss writing fanfic, and then I just couldn't keep up with it, because college is demanding, and you know, all of that, so it was just really cool, and then I think Rainbow Rowell released the fanfic that the character writes in a book, it's called Carry On, and I haven't read that yet, so if somebody has read that, and like, and wants to tell me what they thought of it. Because I know I could always look at Goodreads. But I kind of want to know what you guys think of that book if you've read it. If you guys have read it, again, shoot me a DM. Want to talk to you guys. Tweet at me. I don't know. Maybe we should develop a uh, hashtag, you guys. Like, the caffeinated artist. Or, like, too much caffeine or something. I don't know. I'll work on it. We'll figure it out. Um, But... Yeah, I just kind of wanted to bring that book up because I forgot about it and it's such a good book. If you haven't read it or if you haven't read anything by Rainbow Rowell, I encourage you to please do that because she's so good. She's also very good at leaving you on hip- I was going to say cliffhangers. Jeez, it's been a long week. She's very good at leaving you on Cliffhangers and that's that's what Eleanor and Park is. I will give you a fair warning I almost tossed my copy out the window when I finished. I was very upset. But her books are really, really good. And, hmm, maybe I'll, like, make it a make it another segment in this podcast where I give you guys my book recommendations. Or, like, we can give each other book recommendations. And this whole podcast is just going to become about reading. And I, you know what? I, I stand. And I hope you guys stand, too. But, yeah, I'm looking to get into some more modalities of creativity like I'm still wanting to talk about film and stuff and I think that's what I'm going to talk about next week because surprise surprise I think my friend Kyla Pierce will be coming on she's a really good friend of mine she is in the journalism and film program with me and we got along in a class my sophomore year and we have remained very good friends ever since I love her and Hi Kyla, if you're listening to this, I love you, I miss you, let's get coffee soon. And I think whenever we do get coffee, we will be filming the podcast, or not filming the podcast, recording the podcast, but you guys know what I mean. So that's something to look forward to next week. She and I are probably going to talk a lot about film because we both have that background. So for those of you that are very much so into making and writing films, this is your week, we're coming for you. But that's all I have for you guys today. And thank you for listening to me rant again. I really hope that you enjoyed me exposing myself. I think I'm going to put a poll on my Instagram. And you guys let me know if I want if you want me to expose my fanfiction author name. And maybe I will. But with that said, I will be putting up episodes every and Monday from now on so that we can start and end our week together whether it's your work week or school week I know that the week normally starts on Sundays but you know I'm a college student my week starts on Monday and essentially ends on Friday because those are the times when I'm most needed by school and my jobs and everything so you know we can all start and end our weeks together once again friendly reminder please follow the podcast on Instagram at the Caffeinated Artist Podcast. Follow me at Sabrina Canon and follow my Twitter at the Sabrina Kino. And hopefully, I will hear from you guys on there, and we can have a fun conversation. Send me questions. Maybe I can start answering questions during the podcast. Send questions into Kyla if you want to know them or if you want to know her answers to them, I should say. And um, I will talk to you guys in a few days. Have an awesome weekend, you guys. Bye.
0: The holidays are here, and with giftcards.com, it's easy to send the perfect gift. From gamers and foodies to fashion and beauty lovers, there's a great gift card option for everyone on your list. Or surprise them with the specially curated Holiday Favorites e-gift card. Redeemable at Lululemon, Grubhub, Ulta, Wayfair, Macy's, Lowe's, and Barnes & Noble. Your lucky loved one can pick their favorite athleisure, beauty products, home decor, and entertainment all with one convenient gift. Holiday Favorites cards are delivered near instantly via email and can be used both in-store and online, making them both easy to send and spend. They contain no fees and never expire, making it a perfect gift you can't go wrong with. Start gifting today at www.giftcards.com multi. Happy Holidays from giftcards.com.